heavens declare the glory of God. And the firmament shows his handiwork. One day tells his tale to another. And one night imparts knowledge to another. Although they have no words or language, and their voices are not heard, their sound has gone out into all the land. Their message to the ends of the world. In the deep has, has he set a pavilion for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom out of his chamber. It rejoices like a champion to run its course. It goes forth from the uttermost edge of the heavens and runs about to the end of it again. Nothing is hidden from its burning heat. The law of the Lord is perfect and revives the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure and gives wisdom to the innocent. The statutes of the Lord are just and rejoice the heart. The commandment of the Lord is clear and gives light to the eyes. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, more than much fine gold. Sweeter far than honey, than honey in the comb. By them also is your servant enlightened. And in keeping them there is great reward. Who can tell how often he offends? Cleanse me from my secret faults. Above all, keep your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not get dominion over me. Then shall I be whole and sound, and innocent of a great offense. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And a report about him went out through all the surrounding country, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Heavenly Father, pray at this time that your living word would go forth and that it would take root um, in our hearts and in our minds and our lives that you might uh, bring to us the life which is found in you. And this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. wrote recently uh, in my latest adventure article about my newest favorite gadget. I, if, if I can just have a little show of hands, um, how many of y'all have Fitbits? Um, Fitbit? Okay, well, there's only a few of us with this obsession, so I thought it was much more prevalent. 
What, what's, well, Tamara, what's a Fitbit? It's something my daughter gave me because she wants another one. Um, so <laughs> it's kind of a, at, at the end of the day, um, what, what is, at first, uh, and I mentioned this, at first I felt a little judged. Uh, I was like, so, you know, what are you saying um, about dad? I mean, I know I could use a little work, but, um, but then I realized that she wanted a different one, so I felt a little better. Um, but anyway, it, what it is is uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fitness tool, it's a lifestyle evaluator, it, you wear it and it keeps track of your steps, your calories burned, uh, your resting heart rate, uh, all these sort of different things. It tracks um, your sleep and it, it syncs to your phone and you can read a report um, every day to see how you're doing um, compared to the day before and how you're doing uh, in a week, etc. And so obviously the, the whole idea behind it is it's an agent of change. Um, for your life. And, and as I say, I've, I've really enjoyed it because it's, it's new and I'm doing pretty well, um, but I know the time is coming um, when I'm not going to like it as much, when I sort of regress to um, my old ways and I, and I don't enjoy its evaluation of me. But, you know, the other thing about it I noticed as well is you can track, um, it, it tracks your calories um, burned, but, you know, the thing about the Fitbit is, um, you know, you one, a couple of things. I mean, one, you can lie to it, um, and or also um, you can just not tell it things. Like, for instance, it tells you your calories burn, but if you want the calories that you've actually taken in, you have to log your food, um, and you'll be surprised to know that I'm not doing that. Um, I just sort of <laughs> assume that I've eaten less um, than the actual calories I've burned, and I'm just, it's better to assume that I'm ahead um, in, in all of this. Uh, and, and I share all that with you because, I mean, it is, it's been funny to me. Again, it's, it's, uh, it's, evaluation of, uh, it's evaluation of my life. And, and the reason I, I share that little story with you is, is this, is, you know, obviously one of the things that, that the scriptures do is, is the same. It, it gives an evaluation um, of our lives. And we began this evening as we read... Uh, from the book uh, of Nehemiah. And one of the things that we see in Nehemiah is uh, it's, it's very much uh, an, an evaluation of, of where the people are. And, and succinctly, I'll say this. It was a time the people of Israel had been in exile, uh, and they had been away um, from their land, and a new ruler had come to power, uh, and there were some bonuses to this, and, and among the bonuses were that um, the new ruler allowed the people to begin to rebuild the city of Jerusalem, to rebuild uh, their walls. And as they're going about this um, rebuilding, they discover the book of the law, uh, the teaching of Moses. And it's kind of like um, uh, you could tell that, you know, Quote hadn't been to church in a while, that this had been missing for years and, and nobody knew. This is a, I'm not making this up. This is a true story. One time I was down at the beach and some friends of mine and I, we went out to this little there's this little tiny wine bar that we went to. Maybe there were 10 seats in the whole place, and we're sitting in there, and we're having a conversation. Everybody's having a good time. And my buddy uh, leans over the people next to us, and he says, you know, he's a priest. Um, and I'm just like, Sam. You know, suddenly, you know, everybody just got very serious. Um, and they started talking about, well, you know, I go to church, and, you know, I read the Bible. And suddenly everybody was, you know, on their on their best behavior, it's just like all the air had, had left the room. I'm like, thanks, pal. Uh, but, uh, but the funny thing is the guy next to me, people start telling their stories, and the guy next to me says, I, where are you from? And I say, oh, Birmingham. And he says, oh, I go to the Cathedral Church of the Advent. Um, and my friend said, well, you must not go very often. Uh, and the guy said, what do you mean? And he says, that's one of your clergy. Uh, 
And he gets this horrified look on his face, and he says, so how long have you been there? Um, and I said, five years. Um, so it's kind of one of those. He was the book of Nehemiah. It had been a while, um, but, but yet. Um, and so the people come back, and, and they're rebuilding. They're restoring the walls. Uh, and it's, and it's, a, it's an exciting time. It is a time of rebuilding and it's a time of repentance, and it's a time of renewal. And, and we hear that as, as the Word of God is read to them, as the Word of God is shared with them, we, we hear that it does um, so wonderfully what it often does, and it, and it pierces them, uh, and, and pierces them uh, in, in the best possible way. It, it penetrates um, to the heart uh, and to the mind, and we hear that they, that they fall down and, and they worship God, and they begin in their, in their hearts and in their minds and in their lives to, um, to return to God. And as I say, it's, uh, it's moving. It's, it's wonderful to see um, that, that living word going forth and accomplishing this in the people. Um, but there's a challenge, and uh, the challenge is, is, is that as things go on, uh, and this shouldn't be a surprise to us, uh, knowing ourselves, um, though it was very wonderful at the moment, it was very moving at the moment, it didn't stick. Um, it, it worked um, for a little while. Um, the people were renewed for a little while. They repented for a little while. They returned um, for a little while. Um, but then they, they went back to doing what they were doing before, uh, turning uh, away from God, not, not listening to God, being sure, um, as is true of the human condition, um, that they knew better. Um, and they, we hear that they began to intermarry with the pagan peoples around them, and those beliefs began to um, seep into their community once again. Uh, and this fabulous time of renewal, this fabulous time of rebuilding, this fabulous time uh, of uh, repentance uh, was uh, basically all um, for naught. But uh, that is not uh, the end of the story. And, and, I, and I share that because it's so true of the human condition of you and of me again and again and again um, to um, turn away from God and, and look to ourselves as if we're sufficient, uh, as if we um, can fix it. And as I, as I say that, I'm not saying that we don't um, hopefully grow uh, and mature, uh, because uh, we, we do, at least hopefully, sometimes, usually there, there is that growth, there is that maturity, there is that wisdom, but again and again for, for those of us, uh, there's that temptation to rely on our own strength, the temptation to be um, our own saviors, to the temptation to be our own truth, um, and, and to evaluate um, everything in a way that, that works out best for us. I, my first Sunday after being ordained to the priesthood, um, I was at the Cathedral Church of St. Luke and St. Paul in Charleston. We had, there were two services there. There was an early service and a, and a later service, and um, I can remember that first Sunday, uh, one of the things that you hadn't done while you were a deacon is uh, celebrate um, communion, the Lord's Supper, and I was so excited um, to do that for the first time, and of course, uh, in, in complete humility, I was going to do it better than anyone had ever done it before, you know, I mean, I was just, I was really excited to have, you know, my first time, I was saying, in the most humble way, it was going to be great, um, and at the 7.30 service, at the early service, it came time um, to prepare the table and to place uh, the wine into the chalice and, and the bread. And I got the bread and I put the bread on the table and I went um, to pour the wine into the chalice and there was only water um, and then there was no wine. And it was one of those panic moments. And I told the congregation, look, I, I've, I'm 
thrilled. Um, I love the vote of confidence, but um, I got to go get wine, and I'll be back in a minute. So, and I went and I got wine, and I came back, and so okay, that didn't work out exactly how I had hoped it worked out. And then it came time for the later service, and this was going to be much better than the dean had uh, prepared the table for me. So I knew it was all up there, and it came time. And you know, this is such a this is such a little insignificant thing, but you know. Sometimes those little insignificant things we, we puff up in our mind and we wanted to be just great. And it came time um, for the fraction to break the bread. And, and I couldn't find, there's a, there's a larger piece of bread that you break at that time, and I, and I couldn't find it. It was, it was nowhere um, to be found. And so I, what I started doing is, you know, I, I sort of bowed very low, like I was, you know, sort of saying a little prayer. And as I did it, I was looking for it, and I couldn't <laughs> find it anywhere. And then that didn't work, so... I thought, well, I don't genuflect, but I'll genuflect. It was, you know, you go down on one knee, and I went down on one knee, and I'm sort of, sort of, sort of similarly scoping around and, and looking for it, and then I bow again, and finally I see that he had piled all the other bread on top of it, and the, I saw a little corner of it peeking out, and I pulled it out, and then broke the bread. And uh, at the end of the service, someone came up, and said, God, that was really such a holy moment, and I said, thank you. <laughs> I just said, thank you. I said, thank you, and I didn't say, well, you know, uh, I didn't say the truth. Uh, and the truth was is that I was totally lost. Um, I was completely lost. I was, I'm glad it looked holy, uh, and I'm glad it looked great on the outside, but the reality was um, I was lost. And so much of our life um, is uh, our attempts in vain to, to hide the fact that, that we're lost, um, to make it look like um, we know what we're doing to make it look like we have it all together, to make it look like we're, we're getting better and better every day. We're making progress um, every day. Uh, and with our attention and with our best effort, it's going to keep getting um, better and better. Uh, and, and to all of that, uh, a wonderful word is spoken in the gospel, which we read a moment ago uh, in Luke, because we see that, in fact, um, God is the fulfillment. Uh, God is the rescuer and Redeemer. He is our strength, and He is our salvation. He's the one who comes and accomplishes for you and for me um, what we cannot accomplish on our own. The amazing news uh, is that um, freedom uh, is given to us. Life um, is given to us. Release uh, is given to us. Truth and, and clarity and all the things that we so deeply and desperately long for in our lives and, and the things that we so um, rightly need. And the temptation is there repeatedly again to you and to me um, to try and just sort of, you know, take the Disney salvation approach where if we just dig down deep within ourselves, we're going to find it. Um, and it's, and it's going to be there. Uh, and, that, and that truth is within us um, and we'll burst into song um, and then it'll be um, wonderful uh, and, and all um, will come together in the end. Uh, but the amazing news is uh, it is in fact accomplished but it's in Jesus. Uh, we hear, and he reads from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Uh, and he says, in fact, these prophecies that you've heard are true, uh, and they are made true in me. Um, I am the fulfillment. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing, Jesus says. Uh, so what is it that I'm hoping uh, to communicate to you and, and to me this evening? Uh, and that is, that is this is the encouragement to you, uh, the encouragement to me to cast ourselves um, upon the Lord Jesus, uh, the one who comes to seek and to save us, the one who is our strength and our shield um, and our salvation, the one 
um, who has those things that we need and that we long for, those things um, that we try to do um, on our own, and, and we do okay for a little while, uh, but then we fall back again, and then we try again, but there's freedom and release which is proclaimed to us, uh, and it is in turning to Jesus uh, and casting yourself upon him and finding that he is, in fact, mighty um, to save, uh, a good shepherd to lead um, and to guide us. And as we hear that this evening, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that as your, we pray that your word does, in fact, speak to us. Uh, it does um, reveal to us uh, the condition uh, of our human nature, the condition of our lives. And I pray, Lord, that as that light is shined upon us, that uh, we will be drawn to you, the light which has come into the world, uh, the light which shines in the darkness, and that we will find our freedom and our strength and our fulfillment in you. For you alone, O Lord, are our strength and our salvation. And it is in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's now stand and affirm our faith with the words of the Creed. <coughs> I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, 